Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Today, as Donald Trump prepares for the beginning of his impeachment trial, we ask the key questions. Does Lawrence Fox just need a hug? Does Amal Rajan like potatoes? And what's happening in today's Archers in Space? Not today, thank you, with Jake Yap. Good morning. How are you? You all right? Good. Uh, coming up, we've got uh, me making my pitch for uh, the next Director General of the BBC. But first, how do actors work? Uh, they spend their lives saying things they don't really mean, and consequently, they're quite inured to hostile reactions from audiences. Uh, when the best, most jobbing actors can hope for is the chance to play King Rat at the Delaware Pavilion, uh, St. Leonard's on Sea, uh, the opportunity to spout stuff on Question Time is not going to be something they're going to sniff at. Of course, it didn't start with question time. Lily Allen told Lawrence Fox he should stick to acting, mate, on Twitter. Uh, but who could forget her dad, for whom obviously I'm not holding her accountable, uh, the notable muckster, sorry, punk adjutant and lightweight intellectual Keith Allen's appearance on The Late Show, where he stormed out saying everyone there was so flipping dead and that, uh, rather than staying engaging and attempting a cogent explanation of how or why he felt that. He's got a vindaloo on his shoulder. Keith, hold it, hold it, hold it. It's the best gag. You are either going to get... You're so dead but all of you all of you and the producer it up there all of you how dare you you cannot see the truth that is being rammed down your throat actors and you know i'm generalizing here uh, they're pretty insecure souls Fundamentally, knowing deep down that however much they might talk about uh, researching parts, uh, runs hand through hair, finding a character's truth, uh, plays with newly grown goatee, uh, they're just trying to remember the next line and not bump into the furniture. Uh, Lawrence Fox, who sounds like uh, Frankie Howard crossbred with Grayson Perry. It's so easy to throw the charge of racism at everybody, and it's really starting what to get What worries boring. me about your comment is you are a white privileged male who has oh, no experience. Can I, just, I can't I, help what I am. I was born like this. It's an immutable so you, characteristic. So, so to call me a white privileged male is to be racist. Watching him with those half-closed, hot little naughty boy eyes on Question Time, he made me remember how in the 80s, The Guardian used to have this little feature where they'd have uh, like a kid who was up for adoption. 
absolutely grotesque invasion of privacy, I suspect, nowadays. Uh, and it, it, would, it would be like, can you help September's child or, or whatever? And uh, there was always a telltale phrase, which is uh, that the kid has a lively sense of fun, i.e. the kid has PTSD and is ripping the place to shreds. But with that in mind... Can you help January's child? Lawrence has a lively sense of fun and is always up to mischief, whether it's claiming to be a victim of racism against white men on Question Time or going on James Dellingpole's podcast to complain about the film 1917 featuring a Sikh soldier. But with the right investment of time, patience and love, we believe Lawrence will become a valued member of his family. He has so much to offer, from his wonderful acting to his incredible musical gift. They have put something in the water, they seek a cure for the conversation, they stole a march on your indecision. If you can find a place in your heart, actually sort of just a place in your shed will do, then please consider making Lawrence a member of your family. Thank you. I feel like all of this is kind of a game to him. Like, I think he's just sort of saying stuff. I reckon if you met him in a bar and challenged him on it, he'd smile ruefully and say, yeah, I don't believe half the stuff I'm saying, etc. Anyway, if you want to talk about mad, rambling, incoherent speech, uh, my cousin Davey uh, sent me some audio, uh, which I will play at the end of the podcast. It's uh, me off my head with flu literally hallucinating and describing it like a lucid dream. But let's move on. Tony Hall announced his uh, plan to retire, a step down as Director General of the BBC yesterday. And uh, if anyone is listening who works at the BBC, uh, consider this uh, me serving notice that I I will be applying for the job. And uh, I have actually given my first interview uh, to Amal Rajan uh, about me and my vision for the BBC. After nine... Mm. Turbulent, good word. After nine turbulent years, the Director General is taking his head out from under Auntie's bloomers. It's true, my best writing is done on the lap. But who will be sticking his head up there as a replacement or hers? Mate, I ain't got a Scooby, as I said on the six o'clock news yesterday, which takes some brass neck on a salary like mine. At a time when the BBC is facing down some of its harshest critics and has become a political hot potato, mmm, potato, let's talk to one prospective candidate currently running at 8,500 to 1 at Betfred. So, Jake Jap, first of all, is that your real name? How can that be your real name? Yes, it is. That is unbelievable. Jacob is mine. When is are you? When is there going to be a Jakey app? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I bet no one's ever asked you that about once a month on Twitter. Let's right? get down to bras tax. Should they tax bras? Mm. Is it unfair to women and the larger gentlemen? Uh. Okay. Outline your strategy as a prospective director general. Okay, uh, the first thing I'd do would be to put a pay cap on anyone working at the BBC. And what would that pay cap be? £150,000. Any chance you could come up a little? 200 to 209999 sounds about right to me. No reason. Cheeky wink to the camera. But wouldn't the BBC hemorrhage talent if you did that? I haven't checked it out yet, but I hear Netflix is very good. Could be the future of TV, actually. <laughs> 
Uh, well, yes, I think the BBC would lose some of its talent. Not all, I suspect. I think some people do just enjoy working for the BBC and they like its principles. But I've got a vision that would allow it to replenish its talent pool. Sounds intriguing, steepling my fingers. Have you seen my new studs, by the way? Wicked. So the idea would be that alongside the high-quality programming for which the BBC has an enviable global reputation, you'd change some of the emphasis of the BBC's purpose. So using the network of local radio and television, you would turn it into almost an academy. So you'd foster new talent on a local level. You'd maintain the BBC's daytime local news output on local radio, but you'd give over evenings and weekends to a much broader range of outputs. Comedy, drama, music, experimental stuff. Giving over some of that airspace and <sighs> training to people that haven't traditionally had access to it. Then we can cherry-pick that new emerging talent and feed it up to network level. Before they go up Channel 4 and start earning dollar, isn't it? Yes, but as long as the BBC effectively owns the talent base in the UK, we can keep feeding the fire. And I, I do think people love working for the BBC and that they're still going to want to do things with us. How would you treat the accusations of bias in the BBC's news coverage? I'd stop even trying to provide objective news coverage. With the money saved by the local talent scheme and the pay cap... I'd provide two news channels. I'd do BBC Labour News and BBC Tory News, being unequivocally biased and therefore serving its respective audiences. Wouldn't it cost a lot of money to double the BBC's news output? No, because you'd actually just put out the same show on each channel. You'd put out the current news channel. Uh, people are seeing the bias they want to see in there. It'd be the same service, but maybe then everyone would stop complaining about it so much. OK, let's have fun. What is the funniest show ever made? I think there were some moments in Arrested Development that really hit a pinnacle. But closer to home, I'd... Ah, for me, The Simpsons. Funniest show there's ever been. And will be. Ha <laughs> ha, Homer, he's so, I don't know, silly. When he, <laughs> when he hurts himself, I must admit, I shouldn't, but I do find it very, very funny indeed. So, <laughs> oh, I'm just remembering. Okay, I've finished. So, do you think you'll get the gig, Jake Jap, DG? Of course I won't, because even though I'm pushing 50 and I've worked in the media for almost 30 years, studying it forensically in order to dissect it, I'm perceived as an irresponsible monkey boy who bangs a tin tray over his head for coins. Is that what you do? Pretty much. Jake Jap, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Just get some B-roll of me shaking your hand. Likewise. Nice. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, I'm getting to my usual screaming panic moment uh, in the making of this podcast, so uh, I should wrap things up soon enough. Uh, But uh, Julie got in touch Uh, yesterday. I was talking about my vision for uh, a funny series uh, that was wildly futuristic called Earth 2023. Uh, She said, do you think there's any scope in doing an Archers 2023? You know, there's a problem with the GMO crops and the aero tractors run out of plutonium to harvest the sky mangoes. Someone's having an affair with one of the cyber crop pickers. uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you, you, it's a great idea. I don't think I've quite done it justice, but let's now head over to New Ambridge on the planet Borset 5, where things are going awry. That's my usual introduction to the archers that's wildly cryptic so as not to have any spoilers. I see the space Voltons are playing havoc with the rewilding product. Oh, yes, it's an absolute bloodbath out there. It's just ripping the Quirulipats in half. I could hear them screaming all night. Did you get the space tractor working again? No, I didn't. It's impossible. These thousand-mile-an-hour methane winds. Open a window, Joe. You open a window. I've been dead for months as a character. It's almost as if the author of this sketch didn't listen to the archers on a regular basis. Fine. Let's leave it here then. Fine. Tremendous outpourings of love on Twitter for uh, Lawrence Fox's uh, music. Uh, Mushy didn't vote Tory. Bees uh, says uh, that's actually him. You, you didn't deep fake that, right? He, he he did that. That that that's a thing he did. He 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 he's proud of this. I don't know if he's proud of this. I think he's just throwing stuff against the wall to see if it sticks. Like I don't think there's any real strategy in terms of what he's doing. I, I think he's just one of those people that just just wants some attention and doesn't quite know how to get it. It's probably rev. In, in everything that's happened in the last week or so. Um, Mashi also asked, what genre is it? Dadcore? <laughs> a needycore, I'd say. Uh, in fact, I've got a great song about a needy man. Maybe I'll stick it in. Shall I stick it in? I'll stick it in. Here's a needy man And he's trying to get attention In his underpants with shaving foam Needy man looking at you No, go on home You needy man Needy man No one's looking at you Such a needy man Goodbye forever uh, Martin also asked what the actual fox But anyway, uh, Simon says really 
It's really terrible. I want to soak my eyeballs and ears in bleach. Uh, Judy says, I can't even. Come on, guys, it's great. Anyway, I asked you yesterday uh, with uh, rumours that uh, the Thufflefuls are going to join Netflixfuls and uh, we wonder what sort of programming they might be uh, pitching to Netflix. And uh, Jem said, uh, what about The Only Way of Sussex? <laughs> Very good. In order to escape the ranting of an obsessive former newspaper editor with a bizarrely prominent platform considering various rumours about his conduct, a small family must flee the country to Canada. That's very good. I liked that. And also Chris did uh, Miss Markle. <laughs> Ex-TV actress turns detective in this new Sunday evening series. I really want to make that. I haven't got time to make that, but it's a great idea. Um, and then it all went a little bit Andrew. So uh, Forfoot suggested uh, the royal paedophile hunter. Okay. Una, are you being pervs? <laughs> it's a nice, simple pleasure to that one. Uh, Martin put, uh, just add Escape to Vancouver at the end of any Netflix show. Stranger Things, Escape to Vancouver. Queer Eye. Escape to Vancouver. Orange is the New Black. Escape to Vancouver. These work. Bojack Horseman. Escape to Vancouver. The Alienist. Escape to Vancouver. And Game of Thrones. Jem uh, also suggested Mrs. Windsor's Boys. Ah, what am I supposed to do here? A light-hearted studio audience sitcom following the goings-on of a slough family and the matriarch struggling to keep everyone on the rails. <laughs> this week, Big Liz deals with some unsavoury allegations about her least favourite son with hilarious consequences. How, what am I going to do with Andrew now? I know what he's doing. I sort of watch it with a strange fascination. Not regularly, I promise. Anyway, um... Oh, wow. Lee's done uh, a theme tune. If your mansion house needs opening, just call Rent-A-Royal. We've got dukes and fools and the crown jewels at Rent-A-Royal. Hear the Duke of Edinburgh sing a haunting melody. Remember what you see will soon be history at Rent-A-Royal. I'm sorry, I had to do that from memory quite abruptly. Well done, Lee. That was brilliant. Uh, thank you for that. Well, he also suggests Andrew and the Feelies. <laughs> We're reaching now. Where Prince, still Andrew, goes around blindfolded, feeling things, allegedly. Uh, these are so good. Uh, Rick Bean suggests, in tonight's One's Been Framed... <coughs> Piers Morgan looks at the couple whose car Prince Philip crashed in to, to see if they have any woke left-wing skeletons in their cupboard to exploit. Also, one's foot in the grave. <laughs> Discusses the Duke of Edinburgh's most recent birthday. Oh, come on now. Careful now. Careful now. Oh, wait. I don't work for the BBC anymore. It's brilliant. Julie says, uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. One, uh, the Queen goes hang gliding with keen ornithologist Chris Peckham. Uh, all in one word. Extra points for the callback. Yes, that's a very old YouTube clip I did. I did a Springwatch review. It's worth seeing. It's still quite lively and energetic. A bit wild-eyed. Uh, it ain't... Uh, Ian Barker suggests, It ain't half hot, mum. Sitcom based on royal tours of the Commonwealth. Uh, and Hedy's got loads. Deck line of duty. Nice. Never coronation street. Shame of thrones. And only jewels and Porsches. I want to make all of these. This is very difficult. Bobson Dugnut. 
what a name, suggests Everybody Hates Andrew, a documentary dealing with why each member of the family and their entire staff think that the sweaty pizza gentleman is an absolute part of the anatomy. Sorry, just having to edit on the fly. Uh, Jimmy just says, Nonce upon a time in the West. <laughs> Pablo, Pablo Bonzo, who does a radio thing, you should check him out, at Pablo Bonzo. He says, I can't wait for the new series of Better Call Paul. It's all about ITV's hunt for a Paul Burrell interview whenever anything tangentially related to the royal family or Princess Diana makes the headlines. She knew this would happen and told me to say this. Poor Burrell. We'll move over, darling. Uh, Harry is the new black, says Gareth Duncan. House of Sherrard. Jimmy says uh, Blue Philip won't be long. Uh-huh. Okay. And Kitty Fiddler on the roof. All right. Steady. Uh, Jam says, who wants to remain a millionaire? Game show for people who've been born into unimaginable wealth and privilege but feel trapped by their circumstances. Can they negotiate to keep enough cash to pay for the 24-7 security they'll need for life? Quotes outside, unquotes. These are so good. Uh, well done, everybody. Uh, Hedy says, wake up, yapster, it's morning. Some of us are learning French. Well, sans blague. Vas-y. Apprenez. Je m'en fous, moi. I do my um, homeschool my kid and uh, uh, there was a woman d- d- doing that thing t- t- talking bilingually to her kid yesterday I, mean, I don't know how I feel about that it feels a bit strange do you want a sandwich okay sure I don't know why do you do this anyway isn't learning one language at a time hard enough Oh, yes, I'm I'm learning Spanish and Sanskrit. What are you learning? Uh, French and English. Oh, great. How many languages do you speak? None. Okay, why not? Uh, anyway, I'll just stop opinionating. I'm turning into... John Gaunt says it like it is. Anyway, I promised you... My, my cousin very kindly sent me this. This is from when I, I think I was about 25. Me and my cousin went camping, and uh, I got, like, a really horrific cold. I don't know if it was flu. It might have been flu. I mean, I remember shivering. I remember the feel of it. It was one of those amazing campsites in Wales that's at a sort of 45-degree pitch, um, and I was raving, having a kind of mad, lucid dream and shivering with a fever in this tent. And my cousin, very considerately, uh, decided to record it all. <laughs> so I'll, I'll play you one bit. It's it's really mad. Here it is. The older, it's like a shooting star, like the Hannibal Bear at the end of the cartoons. Excellent. Let's do that. Yeah, it's going round and round and round a traffic cone now. Excellent. Uh, There's a thermometer, and it's white. And it's the bulb has turned into a crystal bowl that someone's holding. Who's holding? They've got a big frilly shirt. Uh, yeah, it could be. Upside down birds, you know, when you draw a sort of an M, mm. look like a seagull. Mm. Lots of those, but they're upside down. So more like a W? Yeah. Definitely more like a W. There's more of that if you're interested. Just let me know. It's at NotTodayPod on Twitter. Or you can email NotToday at Swanburst.com, as some people have been doing so, uh, which is great. Uh, David says, I see Meghan and Harry becoming what Tess and Vernon could have been if he hadn't been such a good data plan. (laughs) 
Oh, if he hadn't had such a good data plan. Oh, yeah. Uh, Saturday night TV. That's where they'll reign. Meghan and Harry Saturday night banquet. A light entertainment spectacular live from Frogmore Cottage. Surprises, sketches and gunge. Supplied by Prince Andrew himself. And featuring the return to primetime TV of Mr. Blobby. Definitely not the Duke of Edinburgh in a rubber suit. Or says David. How about a reality TV show? The Only Way is Sussex. Yes! Uh, Shows the couple setting out on their journey to becoming financially independent. Upcoming storylines include Meghan opening a nail bar in Ringma and Harry shipping a second-hand Land Rover from a dealer in Fulking to the west coast of America. The couple promise. The real us in modified situations saying unscripted lines but in a structured way. And finally, their own fantasy drama, Gave Up Thrones. Not exactly sure how that works, just like the title. I'm looking forward to the executive producer officers flying in. Plenty of voiceover work coming your way. Brilliant. I look forward to it too. I look forward to doing more of... Anyway, that's me well out of time. Tomorrow, I'm going to prioritise emails. There are so many great ones to get through and I cannot wait to share them with you. Uh, I hope you'll join me then. Uh, Sorry this is coming late today. Just things, everything. But here we are. Please join me tomorrow. It would be wonderful if you would subscribe. Um, It makes a massive difference. And if you could tell people if you're enjoying it to to give it a go, that would be brilliant too. Uh, That's all all I ask at this stage. Obviously, once once you're emotionally involved, then I'm I'm really going to turn the screw. But that's it for now. Uh, Thank you very much. See you tomorrow morning. Take care. Have a good day. Bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.